0: my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, mirror, mirror, sit back and relax and let's get started. So just had a uh, few days in Chicago and at a conference, a conference that uh, is an industry conference. I've referenced, referenced it a few times over the last few weeks with this podcast. But uh turned out to be a good conference and made connections and I played the play the way I said I was going to which is to show up just on fire with energy with a desire to serve and really just a open heart just to let whatever conversations happen happen and that that actually was very powerful made a lot of great connections got some great meetings got some good follow-ups and some opportunities uh but this morning i experienced something that was um that was on one hand very pleasant on the other hand was was uh really aggravating and then i learned a lesson from it so there's a great um keynote speaker andrew davis is his name if you haven't heard of him check him out great keynote fantastic very energetic just a professional when it came to delivering from the stage and I had already heard about his presentation. And so I'd got come in early to the big conference area, the big room, the big kind of keynote room. And I'd gotten a seat on the second row to, to see the show, basically. And as the keynote begins, Andrew starts doing his thing. He's about five minutes in, and I hear a, like the, the ding of Outlook email like pretty loud to my right. And I look over and I see two women that are on their computers. They're not paying attention to the keynote that's going on. They're on their computers and they have like the one closest to me has her volume like at maximum. So I think, well surely she heard it and she just turned it off. And I kind of give her a pass on the fact that she's not paying any attention and she's in the second row And on her computer, like, typing at a pretty significant clip. Two minutes later, Andrew's doing a great job. It's really funny, very engaging. And then, bing! I'm like, seriously? Like, seriously? Okay. I'm sure she'll get it this time. Five, six more minutes go by. Ding! Ding! okay. And at this point I'm about to lose my mind. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to like tell this woman something. She's being, she's being rude. She's being, she's not present. She has no awareness of the situation and she's messing up this guy's frame. And this guy's a professional and he deserves more respect. And before I leaned over to suggest that she put her um, computer on mute, I remembered something. I remembered that not 12 hours before, I had been her. See, the night before, I'd been offered an invite from a business partner of ours to join them for dinner. And I had some plans that led up to that, but um, I was I was able to accept the invite. Very nice restaurant in Chicago. Um, Chicago cut. Incredible place. And so they had reservations at 8 o'clock. And um, I had another meeting prior to that but I wasn't paying really close attention to the time. I didn't have my cell phone out, so I really wasn't aware of the time. And I, w- I never really checked to see how far this, this uh, restaurant was from the hotel where my meeting was. And so I kinda just thought it was close and surely it's close. And I kinda just wasn't making management of the time my main priority. I was kinda focused on the meeting, but truth be told, I had made a commitment to be there, and I had been given an invite to be there at eight o'clock. And once I made that commitment, my other meeting needed to be made sure, I needed to make sure that it was adjusted to accommodate that. But I didn't, for any number of reasons. I'm not gonna sit here and give you any excuses of a long day or whatever. The bottom line was is I made a commitment, accepted an invitation, and the invitation was to be here at this really nice restaurant at eight o'clock. Well, wouldn't you know it that I look up from my meeting and it's like 751. I say, hey, I've got to go. I Google the distance is 20. It's a 20 minute walk. So then I start giving myself the out. Well, you know, they'll probably get there a little bit late. And then I get a text from them. Hey, we're, we're, we're going to be there in a few minutes. All right. Awesome. I may be a few minutes late. Hey, no problem. Like see you there. Like they're being cool about it. Now this is their dinner. They've got a client there. And I'm like, "You know what? I'm going to be I'm going to be that asshole that d- like does like shows up late." And I'm I'm, I'm I'm triggering myself about this. I'm like, "No, not like this is not happening." So I I start walking, start walking and realize I'm not going to make it. Start running. So I'm running, running through downtown Chicago in my suit, like pretty, pretty full clip because I'm like, I'm going to be there on time. But, and then it's like eight Oh one. And I get a text that that said, it says, Hey, we're here. Um, but they won't, they can't see this until everybody's here. So we'll be waiting in the bar. And I'm like, okay, I am that, I am that guy. I am that guy. Like that's, that's BS that, these these folks are that isn't even my it's not even my dinner it's their dinner i'm the guest and i didn't manage my time well enough to be there i didn't manage my presence well enough to be there and to accommodate what i needed to accommodate to be present with my time and the distance and all the things that needed to happen to be there at the exact moment and so I show, so I, so I ran, so I was like, I'm not walking this. I'm gonna, at least I'll give them the respect of running. So ran all the way there, got there, kind of brought my heart rate back down, came in. They're like, Hey, awesome. Like we, they'd only been waiting a few minutes to them. It was no big deal. They were super nice. They never even thought about it. I'm, I'm certain not even, they didn't even care about it. But to me, I felt it. I felt that standard and I felt that code that I work every day to live, get crossed in that somebody had offered me an invite into their frame. Like this was their, their, their dinner and they had a client there. And I was the guy that was a few minutes late. And so that was on my mind. I kind of tried to let it go, but you know what? The the next day, whenever I'm sitting here getting triggered by this woman next to me, who's got her computer going off and messing up the keynote speakers frame, I realize that probably the main reason I'm triggered by her is that I'm still triggered by myself. There's a lot of, lot of ways to dissect this, but here's the, here's the takeaway is that I was only getting, I was probably my primary energy of being triggered by her was just because I was seeing myself in her. I was seeing myself as uh, I was seeing uh, a piece of myself that I didn't like somebody that wasn't aware, wasn't present, wasn't managing their time efficiently and with enough respect of other people to show up whenever they they're supposed to in an invited invite uh, on an invited event so how often is it that we when we're triggered by other people or how what might be the possibility that if you think about someone that triggers you right now there's somebody like who if you were somebody ask you the question who, who triggers you who in your life right now is triggering you or triggers you on a regular basis? You probably can think of that for There's probably like a number one. And then there's probably two, three, or four, five. And you might have to go face-to-face with these people every day, or there might be somebody that you avoid. But here's the thing. I'd have you consider that that person or whatever they do that triggers you, it's worth investigating to see if that's only because you're seeing a glimpse in the mirror and seeing a part of yourself that maybe you just don't like. I was seeing something I didn't like in this woman and the way she was acting, but actually what I was seeing was just a piece of myself that I didn't like that had happened very recently, like the night before. So in a way she gave me a gift. She said, Nope, you know what? You can't let this, you just can't brush that under the rug. You actually have to acknowledge that that, you know, yeah, you, you were, you were kind of playing amateur. Uh, with your time there, and that wasn't that wasn't the best form. That wasn't uh, behavior becoming of a of an elite professional. Hey, if you're looking for a perfect uh, perfect perfect coach, perfect podcaster, perfect uh, sales executive, you, you're not going to find him on this podcast. <laughs> but I am at war every single day, and it's not a game of perfection. It's just a game of every day working for more and more production. And hey, it's all those lessons. But, but there's, this was my takeaway, is that the next time I'm triggered by a person, before I go into attack mode or open my mouth, I'm going to ask myself the question, what am I seeing of myself in this person? And is it it possible that the only reason I'm triggered by them is because I'm seeing myself in the mirror? That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.